Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Welcome back to the Remain Seated podcast with me, Gina Barberry. And me, Festus. Hi, Festus. How are you? Well, uh, I didn't get killed by Ted Bundy. I'm glad. Well, you're not a beautiful 20-year-old woman with long hair in the 70s. That's just rude. <laughs> no, I'm glad you're not. I want not. to be all of those no, things. No, I'm glad you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, this was your idea. Yeah, I thought um, there have been a lot of things about Ted Bundy in the news recently, especially here in Utah with the Sundance Film Festival and that Zac, Ef- Zac Efron, Ted Bundy movie that just came out. And there's been some controversy around that because people are saying that he's way too attractive to play Ted Bundy. Now, and that's distracting from the murdering. He's he's better looking than Ted. I mean, Ted Bundy well, was yeah, a, but Ted Bundy was a handsome guy. He was a handsome guy. He was no guy. Zac Efron. No, but but he had a charm to him, and Zac Efron has a charm to. He's actually a very good person to cast for that. Cause, I thought so. Yeah. Because people are wondering why why could this man get all of these women to go with him and get in his car and go places? Well, he was a good-looking, charming guy. Yeah, they were just accurately portraying that. But um, and there, so there's that movie, and then there was also that uh, Netflix docu series that just got released um, called I think the Ted Bundy Tapes or something like that. Yeah, um, and it's it's tapes that this journalist did um, when. Ted Bundy was in prison in Florida awaiting awaiting his death his execution. Yeah. yeah. And um so I think was it the first like time he'd ever talked that openly to a reporter? Yeah, I mean he in was that way. he was always really narcissistic and you see that a lot in the in the documentary about yeah. how he liked talking to the press and mm-hmm. but he never would talk about he always said he was innocent and didn't do anything and this journalist was really clever in how he got him to talk in the third person about well I didn't do these things but 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 mm-hmm. it, the person that did no it was I, I love that part because that was genius because they tried for a while to get him to open up about it and he would not talk about the murders at mm-hmm. all and then the journalist had an epiphany and so he said um, how would the person that did this go about doing this and then Ted spent the rest of the the tapes saying well, he was probably, you know, all yeah. that stuff. Speculating. Yeah. Because he, 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 he didn't incriminate himself. He right. was a smart guy. Yeah. And he maintained his innocence until the end, I think, didn't he? No, no. Or did toward he, did the he end, eventually? Toward the end, he's like, 
okay, maybe I did this. And uh, it's porn's fault. Mm-hmm. I watched and read too much and looked at too much porn and it made me yeah. do these things. Because they talked about that in the beginning of the documentary mm-hmm. about um, how he associated those things. Violence and, and kind of, women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, and I'm not finished with the docuseries and I assume in the last episode... They'll, they'll go get, into that. They'll go into that. Yeah. But um, since he was in Utah and we mm-hmm. don't get a lot of a lot of things happening in Utah, um, your mother, the sainted Mary Claire, mm-hmm. has a friend who had a personal experience with Ted Bundy. She was approached by Ted Bundy and uh, he tried to. Well, let's let her tell it. it. Yeah. So we're going to we're going to get her on the phone. We're going to call her right now and uh, she's going to tell us that story. Calling Grammaire. Hello? Sainted Mary Claire. Tissai, Tissai. <laughs> you're, you're on uh, the Remain Seated podcast, Mom. Lucky me. For the first time. We, we have three oh, generations. Oh, there's always a first for everything, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of, I mean, we wanted to have you on. We'll have you back like in a more long form we can do a whole episode with the Sainted Mary well, Claire. unless I'm starring in an episode, I don't even know why I'm giving you the time of my day right now. <laughs> That's because you're a star. Well, okay. Well, okay. Festus wanted to talk about Ted Bundy because of all the, uh, there's the Sundance movie. Yeah, and the Zac Efron. And they just released that new uh, docuseries on Netflix. And, oh, I've been seeing a lot of specials on TV about it, too. And I... Interviews. Yeah. Interviews. I told I told him that um, you had sort of a oblique Ted Bundy experience, and he want he wanted to hear about that. And that's what you want from me. That's all I want from you. <laughs> the first time I call you in a year and a half, and it's because okay. I need. Um, at least I don't need money. At least I'm not calling um, you to ask for money. You've never done that before, and you never will. I know you. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my story's short. Um, it was um, back, it must have been late 70s. I think that's when it was. Was it, Gina? Is that late 70s? Yeah, it was probably Mid- 77. Because I think yeah. his, his active years were like 74 to 78 or mm-hmm. something like that. Okay, so it was either 77, 78. <clears throat> and my friend, we'll call her CW, uh, was single and very, very attractive. And she was at... The pub, I think it was called the pub back then too, um, in Trolley Square, in the in a basement, um, and and she was just there with a bunch of friends, and this very handsome guy came up and started talking and sat down at the table, and he was there for probably an hour and a half, just talking with them and eating with them as as college folk do, and he said he was in law school at the U, and he made some funny i can't remember what it was but feeble excuse about he had run out to his car and he wanted um cw to walk with him and leave her purse and everything and they'd be right back and she got up and started to go and then one of her friends said you're not going out there come here sit down he can go by himself and he kind of begged for her to come with him just to walk and get some fresh air and he could have a cigarette and she said no i hate smoke that kind of turned her off when he said he was going outside to smoke and that was it and probably three weeks later is when he um accosted somebody at the mall and mm-hmm. then went on to oh, do a fashion it place at, yeah 
Right, and then he went on to, I think it was Viewmont High. Mm-hmm. So not smoking there. saves lives. Exactly. That's In more the moral ways of the than story. one. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it, it saved her her life because as you're with a group of college kids and you're in a pub and everybody's drinking and eating and having a good time, and he just wanted some fresh air. And he, as I stated, was a handsome guy and in law school at the U. You know, what's it going to hurt? Yeah, that's so, that's why he was so successful is because, you know, who who would think that a guy like that would have bad intentions? Exactly. And, and believe you me, I started telling... Uh, your mother and all the other kids every every caution to take because the story of him up at some lake um, where he pretended he had a, a broken arm mm-hmm. and he was trying mm-hmm. to put his canoe on top of his car I could see me if somebody was next to me in a car saying could you just help me yeah. in, in daylight in the middle of the afternoon yeah. with yeah, a bunch of people go around and yeah. yeah yep I I can't see see me saying, here, I'll go find you somebody else to help you. If I was standing right there and nobody else was around, I would not for one second give it another thought that I was in danger. Especially because he was so charismatic mm -hmm. how he went about it. And, and, you know, sad but true, he was a handsome guy at the time, you know. And uh, if he was scary looking, you might be more cautious, but he looked like a return missionary. And uh, C.W., um, she, she looked exactly like all the pictures you saw of the women. Did tell, tell Festus Long, what she looked like. Yep, yep. She she was beautiful g- girl then and now, and she was stunning and striking. And he picked her out of the whole crowd and and got in the table that next to her and stayed for you know a goodly part of the evening. And he wasn't very happy when she wouldn't go outside and he didn't come back in. Yep. But she he had, had the, a he had a type. She had the long blonde hair parted down the yep. middle, mm-hmm. straight like yep. early twenties ish. Yep. 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 Like every other picture you saw from all the yep. women. He, he definitely had a had a target type for sure. It was, but it really you know, makes you aware of the fact that the most uh innocent of circumstances could be the last seconds of your life. Well, yeah, the, uh, where. the the girl at Fashion Place Mall you talked about, she was in the mall and he walked up to her and said, hey, somebody was trying to break into your car in the parking lot and I'm a, I'm a police officer. I need you to come out and see if anybody, you know, why wouldn't you believe? And he had a yeah. badge. Yeah, he did. She, in the documentary that we watched, yeah. she, uh, she said that she that he presented a bit. She's like, can I see some identification? And he goes, yeah, here. And then she followed him out to his car and he drove a Volkswagen bug, I think. Mm-hmm. And she's like, why would right. a police officer? Right. That's, Maybe he's the, undercover. that's the car they caught him in mm-hmm. yeah. the first time. But I remember fully well when Gina and Mikkel and all the kids were in high school. Do you remember Gina? I came home and gave you the stranger among us and said, read this from cover to cover. The Ted Bundy story. Yeah. Oh, Yep. Who wrote it? A Is strange, it a, a biography? It, it was, well, I think it was, wasn't it with that female lady prosecutor no. friend of his that went so, and visited him? So Anne Rule um, wrote a book called The Stranger Beside Me. Yeah, that's the one I gave you. Yeah, and and she, I don't know if you heard this, Festus, but he worked at a rape crisis center hotline Yep. in yep, Seattle. Yep, hotline with her with her that's where he met her that's where he got his inspiration (laughs) or or yeah ideas Mm, for um yeah and she's a true crime novelist she's written a bunch of different 
true crime novels, but she knew him. And continued to see him after he was incarcerated. Mm-hmm. Wow. She was trying to understand how his brain worked. A lot of people still are. That documentary, yeah. that's exactly what that's about. They haven't figured it out yet. And he was trying to negotiate um, not being put to death, you know, trying to say, I'll tell you where more bodies are. Mm-hmm. And he was playing everybody right up until he was executed. Oh, he did that for his entire life. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'll tell you more if I, you know, there's no sense in you killing me. You're not going to know where anybody is. Mm-hmm. And finally, they're like, no, we're, we're done we're with you. We're just going to kill you now, I think. <laughs> Well, and it's then the and then the details of was it in Florida where he um, all those nurses that were in nursing school? Yeah, at the at the sorority house. Um, right, right, yeah. and they were nursing students. Yep. You know, he just looked like a fellow uh, collegiate right there down the hall from you. Yep. All right. Well, so, um, thank you, Grammaire, for coming on and talking about that. You're welcome, Festus, and uh, you call me back when you want me to star, and I'll be available. <laughs> okay, and when I want money from you. <laughs> we'll both, have both okay, of those phone I'll calls. Be here. Love okay. you, Mom. Okay, see ya. Love you. <laughs> A whole Mary Claire episode. I think I think that would be nice. I think she would enjoy that. You know, speaking of people that uh, had interactions with Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you I, didn't, did you? No, but I knew... You were four. <laughs> I knew that our attorney, Ed Brass went to law school with Ted Bundy at the U. Oh, wow. And so I sent him a text asking for, um, I said, doing my podcast today talking about Ted Bunny, Bundy, anything to add? And he said, he was a fine-touch football player who occasionally came to class with a scratched face. Now we know why. True story, True story. Which is, I mean, that's creepy. That is that's... creepy because it, at the time you're like, oh, football practice. You know, he comes in with scratches on his face, and oh, he's just getting getting rough. Yeah, but he was getting rough. It, the thing I thought was amazing, and I wanted to know your take on watching part of the documentary. So these murders happen in Washington, mm-hmm. and then he comes down to Utah. But because of the lack of technology, these different police departments have no idea what's happening. I mean, now we take for granted that we know everything. If if a crime happens in Houston right now, we will know about it on our phones and there'll be a Instantly. picture of it and mm. we'll know the name of the person, like the, as it's happening. The, the transfer of information is a lot quicker and a lot easier. But that he escaped from jail and in Colorado and made his way all the way to Florida. Mm-hmm kills more people in Florida and there's all over the newspapers mystery man and and they picked him up um si- what 6 weeks later for a traffic violation mm-hmm. and they it's and like Al Capone well and but i mean his face is all over the tv yeah, and they know newspapers. who it is he's been arrested and but they don't know who it is like all yeah. of the things say mystery man he won't tell us who he is for weeks this goes on mm-hmm. When the people in Washington and the people in Utah and the people in Colorado, if they would just see his face, they'd go, that's Ted Bundy and he kills people. Yeah. But the, but they're not talking to the people in Florida. No. You Those have people to, have their own separate mystery happening. That you have to print out a picture and mail it to Florida and say, yeah. is this the guy you're talking? You can't just go to CNN.com and say, oh, that's the guy. I mean, was that surprising to you? That yeah. 
that that's that the, they don't communicate that way. The, the the technology helps that much. Yeah. In that that part of society, even that's I was crazy surprised. that there, that's even a problem. I I never even thought that that was an issue. Yeah. Like I thought, you know, if somebody's a fugitive, the entire country sees his face and knows his name, and no. nope, that's just what happens now. No, he he was already a suspect in like eight murders at mm-hmm. that point. You would and they think. Had no idea. You would think all across the country, a mystery man. He just and there was that video of him in the courtroom, and they're like, "Well, he won't tell us who he is." I'm like, "He's right there." It's Ted Bundy. I know. He's right there. (laughs) Doesn't make any sense. And that he is he was able to escape twice. Yeah, but that um, I'm glad we called Grammaire though. How come? Because I I like hearing someone that has or is connected to like a personal experience with him because we we don't get a lot here in Utah. Well, and it's nice to have that connection. I do remember when I was in high school, her telling me that story and giving you that book and giving me that just because, you know, and I I think about this, you know, you're send your daughters in particular out into the world. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you think, well, yeah, you're you're drinking with friends at a bar. I mean, think about tro- where Trolley Square is. That yeah, seems like a perfectly it's safe... down the street from yeah. where we are right now. And you're there with friends, and oh, there's a cute guy, and he's mm-hmm. talking to me and being nice, and... There are no red flags in this situation. No. It's not like when you're you're at a bar, and you see the creepy guy in the corner with the trench coat, and he's eyeing you, and he comes over and, hi, you want to go out to my car? No. It's not that. He was charismatic and, and good-looking, and he seemed like, you know, just a normal college guy that you would go... Have a drink with. And if and if I'd been talking to him for an hour and he said, you know, I'm going to go outside and have a cigarette. Want to come out with me? I don't know that I would have thought twice about that. Oh, no, sure. Why would that Why would that be a problem? So yeah. Grammar was always, she was always big on life lesson-y kind of, mm-hmm. here's this actual person oh. I know where this actual thing happened, so mm-hmm. don't let it happen to you. See, I respond to that, though. There's, there's a reason for me to be afraid of this, so I'll be afraid of it. If I don't have an example, I usually don't pay attention. But like last night, uh, I was out with some friends downtown. You and have friends? I, shut up. I, I thought you had kids. You can't have both. It's true. I have a book club and we get together once a month. There it is. <laughs> but we, we met downtown and one of my friends parked in a parking structure around the corner and she said, and she was talking to her brother on the phone and he said, you just parked downtown. I want to talk to you until you get to the bar Wherever where you're, you're going. going to. Yeah. And she said he insisted on, and then he he said, call me back when you're leaving the mm-hmm. bar and I want you to talk to me. That's his prime attack zone, mom. <laughs> but you would think, I mean, it really doesn't protect you. I mean. Well, no. But All you can do is yell. What What is what is the person on the other end going to do? I mean, but I could see feeling a little safer. Like, well, nothing bad will happen while I'm talking to my brother. Yeah. It, it It's just comforting for you. Not in, like, not necessarily if something were to happen, it would help all that much but it makes you feel better but um i did find um since grammaire came on and and talked about that personal experience i found some other stories of uh close calls with ted oh like local like like local ones like yeah this one um is from someone named judy turner Mm -hmm. and it says i lived in west valley city in the summer of 1975 when i met a handsome man at the grand central store um i guess it was changed to the fred meyer store Mm -hmm. do you know where that is yeah. Yeah, because you're old. I remember Grand Central. You even, even when it was, oh, yeah. oh, you're old. As I looked directly into his eyes, he said, you're such a pretty lady. Would you, li- would you like to go get some coffee? I showed him my wedding ring and declined. He walked away, not saying another word. 
I fit his profile. I was tall with long, dark hair mm-hmm. and a thin build. Mm-hmm. See, he has a type. Yep. I had a weird feeling and stayed in the store for a long time to make sure he wasn't still around. Approximately two weeks later, he was arrested for murder. I couldn't believe that this was the very man that had approached me. I've never felt such a chilling feeling in my life. I knew by his eyes that this was the same man who had approached me when I saw his pictures after his capture. And you, you know, you just, you would hope that we would all have that kind of bad feeling. Yeah, like this, that nobody would have right with, with this guy. Yeah. yeah, but no, a lot of, I don't know how many, what his final death count was. Well, like Grammar was saying, he, he fibbed about it, but it was a lot. Yeah. And I think with women in particular, they have this feeling of, well, I need to be nice. I need to go along with what people are asking me to do because I'm a nice person. So maybe I'll put myself in a situation I shouldn't be in. Yeah. It happens. It does. It's unfortunate. But thank you, Mom, for coming and talking to me about this. This is our first murder-themed podcast, and with everything about Ted Bundy in the news, I thought it would be uh, kind of interesting. Well, thank you to my mom. Yeah, all of the moms (laughs) that were involved in this podcast. (laughs) Dylan, was your mom? No, No. Dylan's mom wasn't here. Maybe. I mean, Dylan's mom might have suggested that we do this podcast. She likes to make suggestions. She does. Oh, where are we recording this? Uh, This is uh, Dylan's studio, podspaceut.com. If you'd like to start your very own podcast, that's where we are right now, and it sounds fantastic. So just go to podspaceut.com. You fill out a little form, and Dylan will help you out. If you have any suggestions of other murders, this isn't going to turn into a murder podcast, but we'll do them occasionally. Occasionally, we'll, we'll throw in some death. But uh, or or any other topic you'd like Festus and I to dive into, you can email me Gina at x96.com or where else can they find us? You can find us online, our social media, uh, Twitter and Instagram at Remain Seated Pod. No, 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 no! Don't get up. Ah!